Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we're turning back the dial and we're going old school. We're going to be talking about a Judy Bloom classic. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. This, I, you know, before going into this movie, I knew the name sounded familiar. I didn't totally know what I was getting into, but I knew this was a coming-of-age story about 11-year-old Margaret who's moving and is on the brink of adolescence. Um, and, you know, just doing a little bit of light work, kind of doing some info and background check before the movie, I was revealed to me that, okay, this this is a Judy Bloom book. Um, Judy Bloom, one of the greatest authors in America, um, certainly such an inspiration and such a, uh, a monument for women's literature, for truly helping young women as far as, you know, as this film and book goes, understanding your body and understanding anxieties and understanding the world that you're kind of growing into. Um, and I know this is probably odd for a uh, 20-something man to be talking about. And, you know, I'm obviously the last person who's an expert on any of this. So, you know, I can only give you my review on the movie. I've, I've not read the book um, but talking about it with a few different women as well, older and younger, um, it was really entertaining to kind of hear their reaction to, wait, they're, they're doing a movie on this now? You know, this was just a great, great book. Um, and one, one such woman, you know, immediately burst into the, the song, which I guess is more popular from this book than I thought, um, or the chant, I should say, of, I must, I must, I must increase my bust. <laughs> Um, you know, so let's just, let's just get into that. So are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Um, it stars Abby Ryder Fortson, who plays young Margaret. She's the daughter of, uh, Rachel McAdams and Benny Safdie. Um, in the film, they're moving from New York and they're headed to New Jersey. And what this means is they're moving away from grandma, who's played by Kathy Bates. Um, she's moving away from all her friends and she's going to have to start over. And she's in sixth grade, so you know it's her last year here, technically in elementary school she's going into. So this is going to be a lot to take on, especially as you're moving into middle school and moving into the time where, yeah, your body is going to start going through some changes. So once Margaret gets to her new school, you know, she meets new neighbor friends and immediately is in kind of like a nice, nice little girls group that she's got. Um, it's their own little secret society. They're not allowed to wear socks. You know, that's how you're given entry into it. Um, and you know, they're going to write down the names of all the cute boys. They're going to talk about, um, you know, another rule, you know, they're going to all going to have to wear a bra, whether they're ready for one or not, you know? Um, but what the movie really, and I'm sure the book obviously delves into is just these feelings of anxiety or these feelings of, Hey, all these other kids are talking about getting boobs or having a period or some of these things. And, you know, if it's not happening to me, I feel ashamed. I feel out of the loop. I'm not a real woman. I'm not a real girl. There's, you know, it was, you know, there's so many funny moments in this movie just because of the crap that your friends will say when you're younger that you probably believe or you're like, oh, you know, where babies come from the butt. I think, you know, that's what, ah, that's what my older brother told me anyway. And, I'm pretty sure he knows more than you. So as an 11 year old kid, you're like, hey, well, you know, I, I guess you're probably right. I don't, there's nothing I know that contradicts this knowledge. 
Um, and so it's hilarious sometimes just to see and listen to the things that these girls believe or, you know, just getting excited over the fact that like, you know, we're going to have our period and it's almost like a competition. Like, you know, we have to tell each other when it happens. Cause this is like huge news, you know? Um, but at the same time, it kind of highlights something that's always been an issue well before social media or anything, but just the idea that especially women, you have to present a certain way. You have to look a certain way. You have to do so many things to fit in, to be normal, to be accepted. Um, and I just can't imagine in a number of ways, obviously how challenging life is and has been for women and for young women and girls Growing up, um, obviously boys are immature and stupid and will say mean things to the girls or pinch them or, you know, just not. Oh, and then again, it's not like kids always know what they're doing or saying, but there's just a penchant for cruelty that kids have sometimes. Um, and it can be so frustrating to watch, especially when your protagonist is such a good person and doesn't deserve all these things. Um and so, you know, it just, it becomes clear that obviously in life, all these things repeat no matter what technology you have, whether or not you've got yearbooks that you're coloring all over and writing names about people. And um, it just, you know, it could be disheartening because you don't want to see any young girl go through some of this. You know, there's a, a girl in the sixth grade who's described as freakishly taller because she hit puberty before them all, you know, and so she's towering over the young boys who clearly haven't hit puberty yet. Um, and because she's had breasts since she was in fourth grade, you know, they've kind of turned her into some weird object where they're like, oh, well, she's probably letting boys play with her because, you know, she's had boobs since fourth grade. And, you know, that's just what I heard. And, you know, even though I don't have any, like, I wouldn't want to have hers. Um, just, you know, these unfortunate insecurities that all kids feel, but sometimes take out on others. Um, this, I, you know, I, I can imagine why this book has endured for so long and why it's so successful, um, and why the story is still worth telling today. And I think is clearly successful. I mean, it, it certainly did its job with me, um, knowing next to nothing going into it, um, you know, the story also deals with having multiple religions in your background. You know, mom is a, a Christian and dad comes from a Jewish family. Um, and over the course of the film, kind of observing that as well. Um, not that Margaret is forced into religion, but looking at both her family's families and what religion means to them and how it kind of dictated her parents' lives at one point before they kind of gave her the choice to say, hey, you could be whatever religion you want but that's for you to decide when you're older. It's not something we want to force on you. Um, and, you know, the film kind of reveals that obviously and you know, it doesn't take sides and say, you know, Judaism is better than Christianity or, you know, Catholicism is the best form of Christianity or anything like that. Um, but it just really shows, especially how from a young kid's view, some of it can be really confusing. Some of it might not speak to you. Some of it might just feel like, oppressive because well you know what mom's making me do this or dad's making me go to this um and i don't agree with it um and in those moments that's where 
Rachel McAdams, I think, really gets to shine as well. Um, because they get to make this move, she's not going to be working as much, so she's going to be around more. So she's trying to connect with Margaret at a time where obviously Margaret's starting to go through changes and, you know, she's trying to be there for her the best she can while providing support and also giving her some of that room to grow and maybe make some mistakes or learn from, learn from herself or her friends. Um, and Rachel McAdams, uh, Rachel McAdams has always been a favorite actress of mine. I think, you know, not only has she proven to be extremely versatile, but she knows her wheelhouse and playing a loving and supporting character is just something that she excels at. And I think that, you know, every person can find a, a little bit of their mom in her performance in this film. Um, you know, she's just so sweet and she's looking out for her family more than anything. And you also see the, the struggles parents make when it comes to making choices that are best for their kids, even though it feels like for the child that maybe, my world is over. You're doing this despite me. You're doing this because you don't want me to have fun. Um, because you know, more and more I understand now that I'm sure as a parent, you want to be able to tell your kids everything and prepare them for everything. And you want them to understand the world like, you know, it is so they're not hurt by it. Like maybe you were, um, but it's just not that easy. It's just not that easy. Um, Kelly Freeman, Craig, who, wrote the the screenplay adaptation for this and directed it. Um, it was really interesting. This whole saga actually for this movie was interesting for me because after I saw this movie, you know, I didn't know who the director or writer was going into it. All I knew was it was Judy Bloom. I come out of the movie and it made me think of the film, the edge of 17 uh, with Haley Steinfeld. Um, and I remember back in 2016, seeing that movie you know, I was like, maybe, I think I was 20. I think I was 20 years old. Um, had just been, a, you know, just kind of starting college. Obviously, everyone changes a little bit after high school. You know, your mentality, what you're concerned about, your understanding of the world. So much grows in you, I feel like, in those first couple years after high school. Um, and I don't know where where I was at when I saw this movie. I I really didn't have an understanding about a lot of things, whether it was mental health and depression, um, really understanding to a degree what a lot of women and young women have to go through, um, you know, and that's never to say that young men and guys don't go through a lot of the same things. But, um, but I don't know, when I watched The Edge of Seventeen, which was rated R, I just thought, wow, this teenage girl is just so bitter. She's so rude to all the people who are just trying to help her. I, I, I couldn't make sense of it. I was like, she has literally everything in the world that she could ever want. She's got loving parents or brothers. She's got, you know, there's nothing that is so wrong that she should be so angry and so upset all the time. And And I don't know, I was just so turned off to the movie when I saw it because it was like, this isn't you know, I don't believe this. I don't think this could be real. Obviously, I didn't have a connection with it because that wasn't really something that I had gone through. Um, and I feel very fortunate to say that just in the sense that, um, you know, objectively speaking and thinking of friends, family members, people I've met over the course of the last 10 plus years, 
you know, understanding that, you know, whatever I thought I had bad growing up, you know, I know it was just a sliver of what a lot of people really have to deal with. Um, and so I, you know, I need to go back and rewatch this movie. Um, because my understanding of people, whether it's when you're younger, older, um, especially understanding women and younger women, I'm not saying that I got it all figured out by any means, um, but just really having a lot more empathy for that and understanding more after listening to lots of friends of mine talk about their experiences. Um, I just like, I don't know, after seeing Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, I just went right to this film. And I just thought of like, okay, you know what? Obviously, Are You There, God? <laughs> it's Me, Margaret is not made necessarily for 20-year-old men. Um, you know, the book was not written necessarily with us in mind. And that's totally perfect. It doesn't have to be. Um, but it is a tale that I think is pretty universal in a lot of its themes. And also gives you a way in and shows you a way to really understand these young girls and just what they go through. Um, the good, the bad, and all of it. Um, and I think because of that, you know, I I think it also shows me or has showed me after seeing it that, wow, I think maybe I am ready to go back and watch some of these things again because I really don't think I had the the right mentality or the right knowledge and the right emotional understanding to give those films the the respect and attention that they deserved in the right way um i just kind of wrote them off and i was kind of like ah you know if this doesn't work for me why do i care this is horrible and you know i was like so many people are loving this and praising this i'm like i just don't get it um and that was something that i kind of had to learn through through life um so of course the same director of the edge of 17 was the director of are you there god it's me margaret um, one film, which is a hard R, just as far as some of the subject material and language goes. And then one that, I, you know, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I'm like, it's PG-13. It could have probably been PG. You know, there's a couple things where I'm sure that it's too sensitive for kids these days. Or, you know, the MPAA is always having to slap a, a higher rating on something because, you know, God forbid, we actually educate children and show them a real depiction of what life is kind of like. Um, which anything I hope would make them feel more comfortable and less alone, but you know, you limit your audience because of that. And so, um, I will sing the praises of this film as long as I can. It was such a joy and such a refreshing theatrical experience for me. Um, I really think anyone from moms and daughters to sisters to grandmas to anyone will really, really enjoy this, particularly because of that. Uh, connection to Judy Bloom in the novel. Um, but I, I can't think of more great things to say about this movie without just droning on and on. Um, I would absolutely go see it today. It would be great on streaming, but this feels like a really fun film that you can bring the family to and should bring them to. Um, it's lighthearted while still delivering uh, some really important messages, I think, for family, for friends, and for your own life. Um, and it is accessible to all people and we should challenge ourselves to watch things that aren't always applicable to us and to really try and understand other people's lives and just understand 
other situations because that's the beauty of art and that's what I should have known better then, but I do know better now. Um, art really is for everybody. And the beauty of telling stories is that sometimes you're told new stories and sometimes you're told familiar ones in new ways. And it just, the possibilities are endless and you should never limit yourself like I clearly did. And so, you know, we're working on it. Um, so thanks again, just for listening, go see this movie and we'll see you next time with hopefully another glowing review like this.